We made it to November, everybody. Yay, 2020 is almost over. We are going to bring you some more wonderful healers to discuss what goes on in the world of COVID-19 with all of the stress. We actually have International Stress Awareness Day on November 4th, ironically, the day after the election. We have Veterans Day, November 11th. We have International Survivors of Suicide Day on November 23rd. It's a, it's a month of gratitude, though. It's a month of being thankful for what we do have. Um, it's World Kindness Day on November 13th, which falls on a Friday this year. So that should be fun. So we're very happy you're here. We're very happy that you've decided to listen to this podcast. And we'd love for you to write a review if you're enjoying it, share it with somebody else, or if you're interested in sponsoring, please reach out. Enjoy the show. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I'm really excited to bring you um, my new friend, Brian Perry of Health Pro Realty Group. So um, very interesting story here, how we met. I'm a huge fan of LinkedIn, but if there's somebody out there who's really killing it on LinkedIn, it's this dude that you're going to hear from today. So I was, um, hmm, I was trolling, I guess, <laughs> trolling on LinkedIn. And I see this guy who's like doing these videos and they're very real. And I'm very attracted to real and authentic. And I just thought, and he's a veteran. I was like, who is this guy? He's in the medical space. I really need to know who he is. So we um, had some, I think, engagement on LinkedIn. And then we set up a one-on-one through Zoom, because we embrace technology. And um, and from there, now, like, you know, it's my my friend, Brian. So welcome to the show, friend. Thank you, other friend, Sharon, for having me. <laughs> it's so cool that, like, we've never met in person, but, you know, Brian has been to an event that I did, Meet the Neighbors, recently. What did you think about that? I love, I, I am a hardcore extrovert, so... Anytime I get to talk to people, meet new people, I actually want to reach out to some of them because I saw that they you know, had sent out the list. So that's exciting for me um, because I love connecting on LinkedIn like you do too. Yeah. And you really do a great job of it. So I have been um, talking about a lot of mental health and healing uh, mm. through COVID. I started this show back in March mm. and I'm really excited to get back a little bit to talking about business. So I think you're the perfect person to have that chat with today. I also love mental health and fitness. Who doesn't? That's my favorite thing in the world, other than, of course, healthcare and talking business as the captain. Good. Good. Let's start with that because um, so it's Friday that everybody is watching this. Oh, Um, yes. Yes, isn't it? It's a great Friday. Happy Friday. <laughs> Happy Friday. Yeah. And I was just telling Brian that um, I, I drink this anti-aging because I just got off of, this is um, just vitamins and wonderful antioxidants that mm. uh, I can ingest through my metal cup because I'm all about wellness and trying to remain sustainable as, as much mm. as possible. And I just got off of riding my bike over the bridge. So Brian, let's talk about that first. Let's talk about how you keep yourself healthy. I'd love to hear about that. Um, well, I started, I mean, I've gotten unhealthy, like many other people, especially 
um, after after the military, it was kind of hard. You go through this funk of transition, probably just like a job, anything. You're like, okay, I'm this person. Now I'm a new person. Uh, I gained a significant amount of weight. And I was like, oh boy, this is not the Brian I want other people to see. Mm-hmm. They need to see the strong leader type. Um, so for me, the best thing for myself and my mental health was to find a group. And fortunately, I was in New York City. So yeah. not everybody has that luxury. But for me, I had a veteran group. I met some really good leaders, even better leaders that I had in the army, um, actually leading a nonprofit to get people in the community and veterans together. So we're not like weird people who don't know how to talk to each other. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole goal was mental health through fitness. Mm-hmm. And I really took to that because my mental health is if I'm in shape and feeling good, I don't have anxiety. I don't have all those things happen to me where you're like waking up at night, like, oh my God, what is happening? What am I doing? Um, so from there, I ended up doing a leader fellowship with Team Red, White, and Blue, mm. um, Love which, that. Is my, which is my zone of leadership. Like, I like to be like, uh, you know, out front. So uh, I just, I liked getting people to feel good, lose weight, even older veterans from Vietnam and everything. Um, I, I befriended them, met a whole new circle of people. Um, and that's really how I kind of evolved, you know, my fitness over the past 10 years. And then of course I did the Boston marathon. I did an Ironman triathlon and, um, that's amazing. You did the Boston marathon. That was the coolest thing ever. So, and it's a big goal and it was a challenge to me. Yeah. So, and I mean, there was nothing, even though it was a rainy kind of day at the end, there's nothing like hearing people in the crowd cheering, because who gets cheered on like (laughs) just don't people don't really cheer us when you're running you know three miles right at the end of your bike ride or something was cheering for me going over the bridge um and there's so many and those races that we can't do this year um it's so disappointing um for a lot of people because i know that keeps them regimented keeps them disciplined and is really something that helps them mentally and in their job yeah I love the the um this topic of discipline that we didn't know we were going to come up with. <laughs> no, it's great. I'm very happy to talk about this. Yeah. This has been my um I'm a very disciplined person, but I, I'm a recovering drug addict and alcoholic. Mm. I talk about it all the time, 26 years sober, and I had no discipline in my life before um I joined this way of recovery. And I too had struggled with weight and at a certain point in my late twenties. Um, I just made that decision that I was going to get healthy. I started playing softball. I started doing all the things I loved doing as a kid um, and got really, really just back into sports. Mm. And it's kind of, you know, it's been this journey, right, of, of mostly like always fitness. But I think COVID, I hit like a little bit of a wall, not with fitness, mm. but with eating. Mm. So the discipline for me has been really, you know, I, I always try to talk about how, I don't say to people, I get up at 5 a.m. and I work out and then I meditate to brag. I tell them this so they understand that this is what I have to do for my mental health. Right. Because it is odd, right? Because I don't like to talk about, I mean, sometimes I'll bring it up when I'm joking with people or I'll tell them what I like to do. Mm -hmm. Um, But I never want to push, like you said, my habits. That's my 
addictive personality where I, I like to do things a certain way. I don't expect you to like that, but I'm never the guy that's going to stay up late at night watching like Netflix for seven hours till three in the morning because right. then my schedule goes crazy. So what is your schedule? I'm interested. Tell me about a typical so, day for Brian Perry. A typical day. Well, I mean, I really nerd out here, but I, I found this I found this fitness group called Orange Theory. Yeah. Um, and I I needed group fitness. Yeah. All right. I don't do well anymore, even though I did an Ironman training, which is a lot of running, swimming, and all that. But obviously, can't really I'm not in that zone of doing that, but I, I need to feed off the energy. So Orange Theory, I've been going at 6.15 in the morning. That's about an hour workout, um, 6.15 to 7.15. Um, then I you know do all my normal stuff, get a, get a smoothie, and I'm going to go into the office. I always have my calendar book there because I'm always panicked about missing an appointment or something with someone. So I still write everything down. I'm still working on that digital to um, transfer because I have a CRM that I'm working in, which I'm sure most people have that. But um, then I'm either going into WeWork, going into the office, or I'm planning like yesterday, I went on a tour of a, of a medical building that uh, I'm being a part of listing, not the main person, because it's like a huge product or, uh, uh, you know, it's a huge project. Um, but Mostly I'm either coming into the office or I'm planning the tours with doctors and or the corporate uh, real estate guys or talking to the construction manager. Um, but if I have the morning right, if I, you know, get up, do the breakfast, get into the office by eight or nine, um, because those are premium hours. Mm -hmm. I can't not be making calls or talking to people because you're not with doctors and everything. Maybe that five to seven after. Uh, but all almost all of my calls are either in the morning or, um, you know, after four or four thirty. Um, mm -hmm. So if I want to do other things between that time, schedule things, um, you know, that's that's that meat part of the day between like nine and two. And what about your nutrition? Nutrition, I, I go get a smoothie. Either I have a Vitamix blender. <laughs> so I mix that up with some. I can't make a really good smoothie. So. I try, I throw kale, banana, um, maybe chia seeds, uh, enough water so I can choke everything down. Mm -hmm. um, but that's usually, yeah, the smoothie is the big thing in the morning. Um, I try to do that regularly or go to Smoothie King. Um, and then for, for lunch is probably a uh, bigger meal. What's that saying? You eat... Like eat, uh, less at night, something like that. I try to eat a bigger lunch and then a little less at night. Doesn't always work depending mm -hmm. on levels of stress of the day or if I have to stay late. Because um, I I am a workaholic, mm -hmm. I can be. Yeah. So I have to watch that. Yeah, I mean, so I think that that's really um, important that we we recognize that we can. Well, me, I'll speak for myself. I can be addicted to anything. I've been addicted to Tic Tacs. You know, I can. I really get like um, obsessive about things. And work has certainly been at the top for me. Um, and I've had to really hone it in a little bit more, especially during this time, to um, be more gentle on myself. Although I know for me, I'm at my best when I'm stressed. 
right. <laughs> with a lot of work and um, because it keeps my mind occupied. Let me ask you um, about your sleep habits. What time are you in bed by? Uh, well, what do I sometimes, well, I, I mean, I try the normal ideal is nine to 11 mm-hmm. would be that real window. Um, what's that? But sometimes I have to take that, that pill that's melatonin. supposed to be non-addicting. What is it called? Melatonin. Melatonin. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to take that at night. That, that helps me and I've gone off it. But between that nine to 11, I'm good. I need about seven hours. Yeah. So um, sleep is very important to you as well. Good. Sleep. Yes. Um, especially if you work out quite a bit too, because mm-hmm. you don't want to wake up and everything's like, if you don't sleep, everything just seems like, uh, it takes a lot longer mm-hmm. your communication. I have, you know, it just, nothing comes out as good. So you've been out of the military now, how long? Forever. My official discharge was 2012. Mm-hmm. Um, but my last deployment was 2009, 2008, 2009. Um, and normally I probably would have stayed in. Um, it just became like, what next? You already deployed me twice, did about seven years. Um, I wanted to move on to other things. I didn't quite know what that other thing was. Um, but like you probably know, any career, if you don't have good mentorship, which I don't feel um, the, the mentors I had in the military were very good. Um, mm-hmm. you're not going to stay and, and do that. So, so I, I'm blessed to have been able to, um, work with a nice group of veterans here in Tampa Bay. Um, Hillsborough community college does a veteran entrepreneurship program that um, mm. I get asked to speak at very often, which I love, love, love. And I've, because I've done a lot of hiring and recruiting through the years, I've always been so happy to see veteran for many reasons, for obvious reasons, for what you've done for our country. I'm so grateful. The world should be so grateful. Um, but I also see this, uh, what we're talking about, this discipline and this um, kind of regimen that you have. Do you think that you had that before you went into the military or is that something that just happened while no, you were I think I had it in me. Like it was, I always wanted to, but I didn't have my own identity in terms of like who is Brian Perry to the world. I was just like, you know, 20. You're like, uh, okay, so I'll go to college. I'll make some friends and, and do this. But my dad was in the Marines and I don't know how I didn't end up going into the Marines. I feel like that was my brain, but he talked me into going into the, to the National Guard and basically it was good for me. Like I got, I got recognized as a person for the first time in the military. Like, Hey, Brian, you look, you, you, you're pretty good at this. Um, so sorry. Okay. We get um, during zoom. It's all good. So when I was, we were getting off the bus the first time, everybody's standing in a circle and this was before officer candidate school, but I was like, one of the drill sergeants says, you're pretty high speed, aren't you, Perry? And I was like, wow, what a nice compliment and getting off the bus at basic training when they're about to torture you, right? <laughs> so I got recognized early. My confidence was starting to build up. Mm-hmm. And then when I became an officer, I was also, somebody recommended me to do it. So it really was getting my confidence up. So 
when I talk about the military and, you know, some people are like, you know, have different feelings about it for me personally, and everybody's different. Not everybody in the military has my personality. Um, but for me, it was the best thing that I could do um, to get me regimented because even in my Hey, quick interruption on this amazing podcast, but we have to tell you about our awesome sponsor, Thai Technology. They are so cool, and they're here in Tampa Bay, if you're a Tampa Bay listener. Thai Technology is the best voice over IP business phone service company out there. How do I know this? I used to work in telecom before I worked with doctors. That's right. So I know me a good phone system when I see it. Plus, they are integrated with Zoom. They are the only ones that are integrated with Zoom. And if you mention this podcast or you mention the Facebook show, they're going to hook you up with three months for free. Follow them on Facebook and on Instagram. Thai Technology Rocks. My career when I got off regiment, my health went down. Um, I didn't feel I could find, I was struggling to find a mentor in finance that yeah. had my you know, eagerness to say, Hey, what's the path to go? Um, but now I feel really good. Mm -hmm. All of that has been a road, even my MBA going to get that. I've just been a wild man. Uh, yeah, you are to- a wild man. You're so, um, <laughs> I, I saw the leadership in you right away, which is not, it's just not common. And I, mm-hmm. I, I think that being able to be structured and disciplined when organized makes you a better certainly better at um, whatever business you're in because Mm -hmm. the organization and the structure and the discipline is going to allow you to do so many more things during the day than Mm -hmm. the average bear. Right. Right. I mean, um, when you get up so early, when you've taken care of your health, when you've taken care of your nutrition, when you get in good sleep, it all parlays into how you run business. I mean, that's just, I never knew that either. You know, and I certainly don't push that down anybody. So I talk about it a lot because I think it's it's important. I think that, you know, there's a reason I've heard many people say through the years, I'm sure you've heard similar that um, Sharon is one of the most hardworking people in the world. And it's, mm-hmm. it's like a big compliment to me because I, I wasn't always, you know, a, a really uh, great gal, you know, and mm-hmm. I feel like there was a lot of people out there that helped me. So helping others is a big piece of, um, of what I get to do every day. So I want to talk about what you're doing now, Brian. Okay. Um, so how did you end up in uh, Health Pro Realty Group? How, how did you segue in your a life? weird stroke stroke of luck because okay. I really was taking a chance um, because I had just bought a place in New Jersey, which I'm selling. I just came down to uh, Virginia, Maryland area in January. So I was coming here to do this work. Uh, pre-pandemic, but I had found him. There's a veteran recruiting group that sends me an email about jobs I might be interested in. And I saw a commercial real estate health for realty group. I had never heard of health for realty group because it's local generally to the DMV. And now we're, we're doing other things, uh, expanding, which is really fun. But I was like, okay, commercial real estate. I kind of seem, seems my personality uh, a little bit. And I had read some about it and thought about it in the past. I uh, came down for a couple interviews um, at my boss's house, met him and his wife. And I just found them to be 
really a wonderful combination of people because when it's a family business, you're always like, okay, how does everybody interact with each other? Mm-hmm. Um, and how am I going to fit in? And how will I develop? Will, will this be like something I can do for a long time? And when I met them, everything kind of clicked. They told me about how it was going to be. Obviously, before Corona, you're like not thinking that you're going to have delays full speed ahead. But anytime you're starting something new to expect, you're just going to make a ton of money when you need to build relationships, you need people to trust you. It's just going to take time. And it's really evolved to where I feel so good about the next year that I'm selling my place. Um, a couple of deals are closing. I closed a couple during uh, COVID and I'm just excited. And if you're not excited about what you're doing, because I was never committed. If I'm not committed, you probably don't want me there because I'll be silent. I won't be engaged. I won't lift other people up as much because I don't know how, if I'm not committed enough. So um Yeah. And they just, you know, so that's basically how I got started. I've been getting mentored once a week. I'm still craving a coach for next year. I've been doing my little reach out because like you, I I like somebody keeping me on point because I feel eventually I'm going to fall off without that. Yeah. I mean, I think being accountable to somebody else is really great. You know, I um, shared yesterday in my social media that I was so excited and I still am that I'm going back to therapy starting today, Friday. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. So so where you sit on the couch, real therapy. Real therapy. Oh, nice. Yeah, I know. I'm like, it's been so long. Um, I mean, I have, um, I have mentors and I have my New York girlfriend keeps me very in line for (laughs) the last 20 plus years. Right. Um, So, and I get that. Obviously, I get to do that with a lot of physicians. So let me ask you, how does it feel to work in the healthcare industry? Are you enjoying it? Well, you can imagine. Yeah, Mm -hmm. you can imagine I'm very excitable, right? So it's a new field in a sense of, I just grew up with business people. I didn't grow up so much with um, doctors in my family, really. My brother-in-law, he's in the Navy, he's a practicing physician. But other than that, um, it was a new world for me. But they do have similar linear thinking. Mm-hmm. Um, they're smart, so they, they make me better at what I do, mm-hmm. in a sense. And then I also now, um, with mentorship, which is so important, I really understand little nuances that would have taken me years to kind of develop. Because mm-hmm. if you've ever been in a normal corporate environment where you're just, you know, kind of a cog. I'm not against corporations. It's just like when you're more of a cog, it's hard to get that kind of attention. And mm-hmm. that's what also uh, drew me here. Cause I'm like, I like to accelerate things. So if it takes people three years to learn something, I want to do it in like a year and a half. Right. Uh, right. So you want the accelerator of- program with everything. I, I totally get that. <laughs> and I love that. But I also, I, expectations, I, I, you know, I mean, they're, you know, I'm always talking to Chuck, the boss and like, you know, he's trying, you know, he's trying to talk me through. I'm like, it's okay. You know, I understand. Mm -hmm. I'm not, uh, I know this is, if you're in something for the long haul, you really want to be good at what you're doing. 
then then focus on that. So that's what I try to do. So let's um, circle back to how we connected. We are right. um, connected on LinkedIn, right? So tell, just share with the audience your thoughts and feelings about relationships. Because when I think about LinkedIn, I, I do, I think about relationships and business and how you really have to spend the time engaging with others. What has that been like for you? And why did you get into the, the LinkedIn, I'm going to throw the camera on me and talk <laughs> through WeWork? Um, I have always seen LinkedIn as, well, the reason here I thought LinkedIn would be better is because I wanted to go directly to a decision maker and connect with them there, read about them a little bit um, versus traditional cold call. Right. And I wanted to create an identity on LinkedIn that really, you know, there's different pieces of LinkedIn. There's creating content, there's direct messaging, there's, um, you know, maybe automation to try to connect with more people. Uh, but everything you do should be trying to create a relationship. And especially with everyone locked down, I can't go canvas as much. I can. But in the beginning, it was awkward because I didn't want to go in and uh, with patience there um, and, and do all that. And LinkedIn is just the perfect avenue. And people do. I scheduled calls on LinkedIn. Doctors have gotten to me uh, to do business. And I have a couple from there. And I just like to meet people. And there's no quicker way to meet people in the industry. I mean, right. I have, uh, you know, I have a ton of calls that I set up with wonderful people like you to try to like build my knowledge, build relationships so that when I, so it's not, so it's more a referral thing from people versus me just trying to constantly sell myself like this person uh, that you don't know. And plus, if you do a good profile, if you set yourself up good, there's a little bit of extra trust versus somebody without a picture, without a summary experience section and I just well, find what made you decide to go because you're you're not like everybody else this is why I kind of oh. sought you out in there a little <laughs> bit you know um I didn't get a direct message from you that said you know let's see how we can help each other you know <laughs> one of I don't know what to say I'm not a magic man there yeah. right it's just it's so cheesy or um Let's uh, let, let's connect and, and not have any, what I like to say, you know, you really have to date somebody before you try to mm -hmm. close that deal, right? right? So you have been very authentic, which is what mm -hmm. um, I encourage my doctor clients, my clients in the mm -hmm. media company that I own, um, mm -hmm. to really be more of yourself and, and to spend the time. So what was it that made you go, I'm just going to be me, I'm going to turn the camera on. And I do think it was you mm. at the office that we worked that you just were like, I'm just going <laughs> to put the camera on. And, and I think, well, in my entrepreneur days, right before I did come here and I was doing marketing, I learned about lighting. I learned about microphones. So I got more comfortable on camera. I had this coach that was a lunatic with me and it was actually like not comfortable because I started like trying to, you know, when you're supposed to get on camera and be energized and everything, yeah. I was like, I just want to be myself mm -hmm. and get out there and get out a decent message that is not, um, not wasting people's time and, and probably just, you know, having fun because your content you put out is really just to be human to me. 
mm-hmm. maybe not to always just the how to, how to, how to hire somebody for your lease or how to grow and expand. Sometimes that can be a little dry, but I want them to know, oh, hey, I saw you did this, you know, and if you have something in common, it kind of gets the conversation started. So I really don't believe content when I was creating it. It's just like, just to kind of be out there and to be seen um, in my industry, at least. We're doing a great job, Brian. So um, let's um, wrap this up by telling the audience what it is exactly that you do in your business. I mean, I think we've, we've covered it in, in, in pieces throughout. Let's weave it together and bring it to a place where if there was a physician that was looking for a location, you help them strategize and do lease negotiation and such, right? That is, that is the exact, um, exactly. Lease negotiation, finding a new space, transitioning out of your office and finding someone new. And that, that is the basic gist of it uh, for doctors, medical groups. Um, we want to kind of be the point person. Um, mm-hmm. If you're going to open up a location or you need to renew your lease, we want to be those people that do it for free um, and trust us enough that, that we can be the experts for you. Um, so that's, you know, And speaking very frankly from somebody who knows who ran medical practices, (laughs) it is certainly, and I'm hoping that any physician, any dentist, anybody in the healthcare industry um, hears that part that is very important sometimes in this industry, that what you're doing is free, Mm -hmm. right? Right. But really and truly such an incredible service because as somebody who has come from New York and was taught how to negotiate from somebody that scared the hell out of me um, in my 20s, um, which benefited me in the long run, you really do have to know the market. It takes a lot of time. And when you're a physician, seeing patients, managing employees, um, malpractice, and all the other wonderful things that come along in healthcare, you really need an expert in the industry to handle this. So I, you know, I'm not, Brian is not paying me to say this. No payments, right. <laughs> um, maybe, I don't know, maybe he'll engage on one of my LinkedIn posts. That'll be, you know, uh, something wonderful in exchange for me saying that the services that um, that Health Pro Realty Group provide is really and truly so beneficial. I've watched way too many bad deals go down and way too many physicians think that this is something that they too can do. Not to say that you can't do it. Mm. But if you would, sometimes we have to take our own ego, we have to put it over here and we have to focus on what we're good at. Like I suck at accounting. So guess what I have? I have an accountant. And it's very difficult with how much the market, I mean, honestly, I've gone back five times now because not every landlord is different or uh, is the same. So for me, I wouldn't want to do that. I would not do that in terms of my nature you know, even my house that, I, that I'm selling, I wouldn't even think about mm-hmm. doing that on my own. Like, there's just no way. And that's a totally different ballgame. So, um, yeah, no, it's been a great experience and it's rewarding because you want to do a great job because, you know, everybody that is in healthcare to me is a, a servant type of leader. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like to well, everybody, um, we're going to have all of the information of how you can contact Brian. Definitely follow him on LinkedIn. 
um, hoping to see more of his, you know, healthcare regimen. I'm sure people are interested on in how he stays so high energy all the time. I'm super happy and proud to know you. Um, and thank you for all that you do and have done for our country. We certainly appreciate you and don't take that for granted. Oh, uh, you are so nice. Thank you, Sharon. <laughs> thank you, everybody. Bye. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye. Don't forget to check out Thai Technology. Anyone that mentions this podcast or the Facebook show will receive three free months of service. T-I-E Technology. Check them out. I appreciate you listening to the podcast. We would love it if you subscribed. This way you'll get notified every time there's a new episode, which in fact are Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Please feel free to leave a review. It really helps us, and we appreciate your support. Thank you.